Hi, I'm Gavin Carlson, and this is Out of Bounds, Daily Bruin Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Out of Bounds, the official sports podcast of the Daily Bruin. As always, I'm your host, Gavin Carlson, a fourth-year sports staff writer here at the Daily Bruin, and today we are talking women's basketball with my wonderful two women's basketball fellow beat writers, former editors for the beats. Um, first off, senior sports staff writer, Grace Whitaker, how are you doing today? I'm great, Gavin. Welcome back. Welcome back. A little alliteration moment. Good. <laughs> senior Good. sports staff writer, Lauren Wang, how are you doing today? Even more swell than last time. Love it. Love it. This is kind of an emergency pod a little bit, mainly mm-hmm. because we're going to be focusing on, um, obviously, women's basketball is a wonderful start, 3-0, but mainly the Emily Bassoir injury that is still a developing story. Um, let's just jump right into it. Emily Bassoir was overseas playing for Germany's um, national team preparing for the Eurobasket qualifying um, and she suffered an injury there's no official word on what it is um, it looks really really bad and she did post on Instagram um, saying that she's going to have to do this again basically and obviously um, she tore ACL back in October 2021 so some speculation it's an ACL we don't know for sure but um, I guess Grace just lead us off rapid fire thoughts on what this would mean for the team if there's no Emily Bissoir for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge, if, if there's no Emily Bessoir for the rest of the year, it's it's a huge loss for them. They She's huge in, in the paint, in shooting. I, I mean, I'm looking at her stats last year. She was averaging, you know, 9.4 points per game, but it, it was so much more than the scoring from her. She mm-hmm. was just a huge presence um, on the floor. So, I mean, it would be... Well, in terms of how they're going to replace her, we did see Angela Dugalich, who's mm-hmm. coming back from her own um, ACL injury, have a strong start to the season, especially in the first game. Um, when she kind of surprised some people, she started instead of Emily in that mm-hmm. opener. Is that where, you know, the team's going to have to find sort of that substitute for Bissoir the rest of the year, you think, Lauren? Yeah, I think Angela Dugalich. I think also we saw Gabriella Hawkins put up 30 in the last game. I think they're both 6'3 or 6'4 around there, same as Emily. What we saw with Emily at the end of last season was huge um, gains in her three-point shooting and ability to spread the floor, and Gabriella Hawkins has demonstrated she can really fill that role as of you know a few nights ago. So, looking forward to seeing how you know this really deep squad uh, is able to adjust. Yeah, I think coming into the year there was question marks about how they were going to be able to incorporate everybody. So yeah. obviously it's not a good thing at all what happened, but it might make things a little bit easier for Corey Close in terms of how she manages the rotation, letting someone like Christina Walla play, who maybe wasn't going to have as much time before, mm-hmm. Lena Sontag still coming back from injury, Angela back, obviously. So um, I don't think it's going to have too much of an impact in terms of success right now. Obviously, 3-0, and three huge wins, beating Purdue by 43, mm-hmm. um, beating UC Riverside by 38, and then absolutely destroying Bellarmine by 49. Um, so they play Princeton on Friday. Um, there shouldn't be any issues with that game. But when it comes to UConn the following Friday, you know, m- maybe I don't think Lena Sontag is going to be playing by then. Mm-mm. How, like, a, you know, adjusted is Angela to, you know, a new year? It mm-hmm. might play a role, um, especially with UConn having great size always. Um, we'll just now transition a bit to just some thoughts about what you've seen from the team so far. Obviously, like I said, three huge wins. Um, I think Gabrielle Hawkes was the main storyline from the Bellarmine game. Grace, what did you see from her and kind of from the team in that game? I mean, I just got to commend you, Gavin, on your oh. selection that Gabrielle Hawkes is going to be huge <laughs> for this team and take the biggest leap. Someone I mean, cooked. you predicted it. Thank but you, thank you. Yeah, I was, I was covering that game yesterday, and it was just absurd. It felt like every 10 seconds they would be announcing Gabrielle Hawkes' name 
um, out of the loudspeakers. I mean, 30 points, 12 rebounds. It was it was wild. She was she's taken such a huge leap from mm-hmm. last season, and even just like outside of the scoring, just like the maturity, the poise, the ability to just you know drive up, shoot a jumper. I mean, she had a couple hook shots. It, it was just um, huge versatility. For the team. Versatility, yeah. And then Lauren, what do you think of Lauren Betts so far? I mean, I think that's probably before the the Hawkeyes breakout. She's been the story so Huge far, story just line. a new addition who's been phenomenal, right? Yeah, I mean, against these past three teams, no one even comes close to being able to guard her. Right. Um, as we saw in Grace's feature on Lauren Betts, shout out. Oh, yeah. uh, that went up last week. Check it out if you haven't already. Absolutely. Just really the missing piece that UCLA needed. Um, and so it's just going to be exciting to see how they play through the paint with her, seeing Kiki Rice and, you know, really coming into her own as a point guard. 11 assists last yesterday afternoon yeah. against Bellarmine. Really impressive. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how it shapes up. Yeah, I think it, it takes a lot of burden off the shoulders of Charisma in years past. She's kind of had to lead the team in scoring while being the leader, while being the on-ball defender. Mm-hmm. It's like now if if the perimeter play is struggling a little bit, just throw it inside of Lauren Betts and you'll have a 50% chance of scoring that possession, basically. Um, obviously, against larger yeah. competition, we'll see what happens. But for now, um, they've been unstoppable. Um, we will have a pod previewing the UConn game, so we don't have to worry about that right now. Um, but just, I guess, kind of to end this quick kind of emergency pod, um, does anything change for either of you in terms of the outlook of this team? I know coming in, we all had very high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, just today, we are recording on a Monday. They just moved up to number three in the AP poll following yeah. the uh, LSU loss. Um, has anything changed in either of your eye- mindsets in terms of where this team is going to go based on what you've seen? Uh, three huge wins that maybe add more expectations. Do you think they're going to go even further than you might have thought beforehand? I think they, they look really cohesive. And that's not, that's not something we could have known until we saw them play in competition. Yeah. Um, Corey Close talks a lot about consistency, needing to take that next step in that on that front. So we'll see. I think I think um, Princeton's going to be a test more so than the last three. Mm-hmm. Princeton beat uh, NC State mm-hmm. in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year, and yeah. NC State just beat UConn. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out on Friday at Pauly. Um, but I think it's just still really promising. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think there were so many more, um, so much more progression from so many of these players than I really expected. London. And too. yeah, I totally agree oh, yeah. with what you were saying. Yeah, that they've really, they're very cohesive and it looks like they've found a way to put all the pieces together right now. But I am looking forward to seeing um, them play against, you know, Princeton and UConn and see how they hold up against a team like that. Rapid fire predictions for Princeton. You have a win by how much? Oof. Win by 25. Win by 25. Grace? Win by 18. Win by 18. I'm going to say win by 31. I've been really impressed. Um, I think they're not even playing at their peak yet. I think they're they're turning the ball over more than Corey wants. I know that's been an issue. Um, And I think it still will take some time to fully maximize the Charisma-Lauren combo. Um, Three-point shooting. London Jones has been really good. Kiki Rice has been really good. Lauren Betts has been really good. I think you can see more from Charisma. She hasn't even had to been have to be that aggressive so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in terms of Charisma taking that next step, as we expect her to do, really when she needs to, she will have games where she scores 25 points. Um, yeah. I think there's a, a even larger peak. But against a team like Princeton, I think it's going to be another big win, and then we will have a pod. We will have a pod previewing the massive <laughs> UConn game because that and the scouting is, report. That's going to be one of the biggest games I think <laughs> in a while for this program in terms of you're playing UConn and you're going to be expected to win. And I don't think that's been right. the case really ever for UCLA women's basketball. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's kind of a rapid fire pod. We just want to get a little something out there, emergency situation with Emily Basuar injury. 
as of this recording, we don't know if it's an ACL. Mm -hmm. um, but if she is out for the rest of the year, that obviously changes things. Uh, make sure, please, please make sure you follow our amazing coverage on dailybruin.com. Um, amazing features, amazing previews, notebooks, all that stuff. The wraps at every game. So, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much for watching. Um, as always, YouTube, UCLA Daily Bruin, the YouTube channel, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts if you want to listen. But why would you only want to listen when you can watch? Come on. Come on. Let's be real here. We're, we're cooking over here. So um, that's the emergency episode. We'll see what happens officially with Emily Bissoir. And we will have a preview pod for UConn next week. Thanks so much for watching and listening. So long.